the brad <laughs> all right so um <laughs> unless you had something to say i'll go ahead and start with our um so do you want to start with the origin story yeah let's do that so what we do at the beginning uh, with newbies um we like to hear the origin stories where you came from how you got into dancing um yeah kind of like your path to the industry yeah because it's not a normal <laughs> path it's not a normal job right like a lot of people it'd be scared of the job honestly so how did how did you guys um, become? Oh, I'll start. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Um, well, I was driving past with one of my <laughs> girlfriends, and she looked at me and she's like, "Wouldn't that be hilarious if you worked there?" I'm like, "Oh well, sure." And so I went in there at probably one in the afternoon. We were open then, back then, and I applied to be a, a waitstaff. And they called me probably a week or two later, and the rest is kind of history. And yeah, so I started waitressing, door girl for a while, and then I switched over to dancing. Because you wanted that money. Yeah. How long was that path? Well, I think about two years. I think oh, I was wow. a waitress for path. about two years or so. And then now I've been a dancer for, I think almost the summer will be three years. So how long were you... God, it was that long ago. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> how long were you thinking about it then? Oh, I to be honest, I thought it would just be a fun money-making just entertaining place to work uh-huh and it sure is well what i mean i guess what i mean is that path from door girl to waitress to dancer oh as was... you're in those other positions where you like I oh i want to be a dancer or no, just kind no. of no at first i was not thinking about being a dancer at all um honestly one of my co-workers she's not there anymore um she was also a bartender well she was a bartender at the time and we really enjoyed our friendship, and she wanted to start dancing. And so I kind of, she started moving over to the dark side, and I think I kind of followed her along, and yeah, the rest was kind of history. So I would say it, probably a girlfriend got me into it, really. Yeah. Yeah, a coworker. Yeah, because I remember when you first started working there, because I was bartending, and you were cocktailing, mm-hmm. and you were like this shy kind of thing. <laughs> no. you, you never had a drink. Like, no. Nope. No, I'm not going to drink. No. Nope. Nope. I'm like, now you're like, tequila, tequila, tequila. 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 <laughs> Which but is, I mean, it's it great. <laughs> no, I totally. Dancers and alcohol mix very well together most of the time. Yes, yes. Most of the time. Yeah, um, but you're like, no, I just, I don't know if I ever want to dance. And then yeah. when I heard that you were going to, I was like, oh my God. Uh-huh. And now you're like, well, the most banging girls like there. Aww, thank so. you. And the, actually, the funny thing is when I just switched over to dancing, COVID hit three days later. Oh, God. <laughs> and I quit my waitressing job there, and then COVID hit. And so, uh, yeah, no unemployment, no nothing. I just was a... I would just had to ride it out for COVID for, what, two or three months or something? That's so rough. that was pretty rough. And then right after COVID, I guess, is when I started dancing. So I started dancing six feet apart. So did you... Did you have any, what am I trying to say? Did you have anything, any ideas about what the job would be like prior to going to the job? And that's the whole thing from like mm. being a hostess, mm-hmm. being a waitress, being a dancer, where you like, did you, was it one thing and it was another thing? Yeah, totally. Um, when I was younger, I guess, well, a few years ago, I went to a lot of strip clubs as a customer. I've never been a dancer anywhere else. This has been my only experience dancing at this club here. 
and I loved it. I went with my friends all the time. It was like a thing we would just kind of do on the weekends, and so I was kind of used to the environment. But of course, working there is a whole nother, whole nother demon. But I don't know. I, to be honest, I, I love it. Like now, now I love it. But did it shock you at all? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. I well, before I guess a little backstory. I've only worked in like restaurants. I've never worked in a nightclub like that. I've never been a waitress before. I mostly just worked in like little restaurants and stuff. So this whole was way different, way different environment. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So everything was a shock, pretty much. Yeah. Everything was new to me, because being on the back curtains of everything, you know, behind the meat curtains. Yeah. The meat curtain, <laughs> it's a completely different. Yeah. Completely yeah. You say story. like, of course, but everybody seems to have a different answer to that. It's kind of mm. some people are mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah, this is exactly. Totally. No. And some I, people are like. Oh my goodness, I couldn't believe what that place was like. The things you hear, the things <laughs> right. you see. I was a sheltered child. Yes. <laughs> I was an only sheltered child, like an only child too. So, yeah, very different. Did it, did it seem like something that was um, scandalous when you started doing it? No, actually, no. Didn't have I've like that guilt thing? No, I've never had like a problem with being naked or sex in general and yeah. I've been pretty open about that stuff like you're pretty hippy dippy because I just met I your am, mom recently I think yes, I am she's very, very hippy dippy I'm like this all makes sense yeah. <laughs> yeah and but it's like a beautiful thing to be like open about that like with with your child like you know I mean there's a line that you should draw at some point and that 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 varies between like everybody's relationship but um no I met her and I'm like like flower power. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was really cute. She is. Yeah, she's been like that her whole life, and yeah, it's been definitely well, it's rubbed off of me, obviously. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, like sex positivity. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I've. I guess I have a degree in sociology, and so I don't know. I, I did a lot of research about that stuff, and it is yeah. So I'm very open. I would say. What's your origin story? <laughs> oh my god you're up it's so random <laughs> um, more random than I was driving by and thought well why the why hell not, not? That, <laughs> it was kind that of that happens a lot actually <laughs> the more we interview the more it was more as if like I I was stuck at one stage in life I was in the health field and I was really enjoying that and then COVID hit and then my whole like world went up in shambles and I kind of wanted to challenge myself so I kind of thought about what I'm scared of the most, and that literally is having all the attention on me and being naked because I've never been completely comfortable with my own body. I've always been really shy and like reserved, and I don't really like putting myself out there. So I thought it would be a really good growing experience to throw myself into something I was absolutely terrified of. That's amazing. And I did. <laughs> and I was like no experience whatsoever. And just my friend came with me to go check it out because I've only been to stars one other time. And I was terrified, and Destiny actually put, like called me out from the middle of the floor. Who did? Uh, Destiny, oh. and she like made me go talk to Terry, and I and I was like trembling in my my little shoes, and um, yeah, and I had a audition like the following day, and I worked that night, and I made like wow. some of the most money that I've made. Yeah, yeah, that's so, what brings like, people back. Yeah, it was pretty like. And I threw myself in there, and I'm like, oh, this actually isn't as scary as I thought. Like, why, why be so shy? Why hide yourself? And it was actually just like... Yeah. Just, um, we just had Eris on here, and she's, you know, a 40... She started dancing at 40, and she's like, I've always wanted to do it and, like, overcome these things. Mm-hmm. And she just did it, and it was, like, empowering. Yeah. And so a lot of people can do it for empowerment rather it's than just... It's a great empowering thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
it can be it can be a lot of other but you guys it can be a lot of other things also but it's also finding your voice and being you have to be smart with it also like you have to like know how to move along with like the industry because if you're resisting it and you're just going in like oh i'm going to just conquer my fears and you're not actually like picking up on what you're supposed to be learning it's not really going to help you like (laughs) to have the confidence and not the skill and it's a very intimidating like you have to like really be in it (laughs) yeah you have to be in it you have to be smart about it oh oh (laughs) um yes yeah. There's no salt. Oh, oh no. <laughs> she likes her salt. I do, but not that salt. Just the way you put it, as far as like you wanted to challenge yourself, was mm-hmm. it like terrifying the first time, or was it just like, oh, this is not as bad as I thought? You know what's funny is like I grew up in Southern California, and I would go to the beach, and there'd be like naked women taking photos everywhere, like literally, like I don't know. And I was was so mesmerized by it, and I'm like, how do they do that? And I think my first night, I just like embodied one of them, and I'm like, yeah, okay, this is great. I feel like a beach babe, like, and all the fear went away. Like everything, it was just really calming, and I had fun, and I don't think I've ever felt so free, just not caring what the fuck people thought of me. Yeah, it felt really great. That is cool. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's my little story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely, definitely changed my whole it's, demeanor about just, I've learned so much in that club just about life and just mistakes and fixing them and then repeating them on accident. And like, I'm just, I've grown up a lot, like just mentally and socially, I feel like it's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah 100%. A lot of life skills in there, actually. You learn a lot by making mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too. It seems like you both... Um, I think about some of the prior guests, and I think about my own past. It seems like neither one of you had like a uh, sin relationship with it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that's, no. that's nice. That's nice and... Uh, Very wonderful. I still have some left of this one. Um... <laughs> talking about tequila here <laughs> yeah we're getting a second round um, no I think that's really, I, I find that really interesting especially because I grew up in a really religious background so mm-hmm. it, it's part of the reason I asked that first question because it would be unheard of to, to, to do something like that it would come with a lot of judgment and there seems to be a weight there that you guys don't have to carry because you didn't have that original. Uh, I guess alongside that, just to see where some of the, the problems might lay, you guys presumably both have fathers. Do they care? Are they around? My dad doesn't know. Well, he's he's was... my best friend. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> I love that. So I had, one of his co-workers came in, and he recognized me. He's like, I remember when you were a little girl. Oh, my like, oh God. Well, keep that to yourself, sir, and don't tell my dad. Oh. <laughs> what does he think you do? Um, he thinks I work at a bar. Oh, okay, that's, yep. yeah, that's I mean, a common thing. They always say, oh, my family thinks that I cocktail correct. at a, a yes. strip club or I bartend at a strip club yeah. or just a bar in general. I've, I've always, like, been, like, a street shooter, like, on straight and narrow with my job. Like, I don't really feel that guilty. I'm just kind of like, I'm doing me. Fuck off. Like, what, <laughs> what did you do before? I was a CNA. Oh, for, yeah, like, you were. Okay. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I was in the health skills for a long time. So yeah. way different. Way different. Wait, I could talk to like old men though. I'll tell you. Of course. I'll tell you. That's most of our job. That's where we make the most money. I love them. I just love them. They're so freaky and it's cute. (laughs) How about yourself? Well, I mean, to be honest, I was raised by my grandparents. Oh, Um, see, (laughs) see, 
only child. Um, my grandma's not here anymore. She died of cancer, but my grandpa is up in Portland with a new girlfriend, and uh, she's actually fantastic. I love her. Um, he thinks I work at the club, but I'm a waitress. I've been a waitress for a long time. Right. <laughs> and uh, obviously my mom definitely knows because my mom usually takes me home at night because uh, I'm drinking and I don't want to drive. And so she gives me rides home to and from work because oh, she's yeah, awesome. awesome. So, and she gave uh, me and Sage home a ride last night too. So. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't either one of them know? Either, either one of you. Because my, my mom would never shut up about it. Uh-huh. To be honest, I, I think at this point in my grandfather's life, he would be okay with it. Right. He's calmed down a lot more, you know, he's not so like, you know, you know, you know what I mean. And I think he'd be fine with it. As long as I'm safe and I'm happy, like, that's all I think he would really care. Yeah. But I do carry a little bit of shame, I guess, with that, because I went to college, like, you know, I, I did all the right. steps I was supposed <laughs> to take, and then here we are, you yep. know what I mean? But I, I chose this on purpose, yeah. but... So, I'm going to keep it as waitress for now. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself? I'm just way too close to my dad. It'd be so weird. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be so weird. Um, yeah, he just doesn't need to know. Yeah. My dad's perverted enough. I just, okay. you know, I just... Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah. no, I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, I just like to... Just, but like, everybody comes from a different background. Literally, you know? the first porn I found was his. Like, I just, like, you know, it's just, like, we have, like, a weird, like, relationship. I drew dicks on all, like, the girls in his, like, little magazines, and it was fucking hilarious. And, yeah. And so, like, this is something that, like, I'd be petrified if my dad knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. petrified. I'd be like, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Like, does, it, does, he, does he live in the area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a whole other level. He lives in your town, actually. Oh shoot. Okay. See, my you know my grandfather is like three hours away. He's just like I just. You're right. No. no. I like it. <laughs> he's human and he's human yeah. and I just. Yeah. So that's where we draw. If the line. he like randomly shows up at the club, I'll be at the door like, don't let him in. Don't let him in. Don't let him in. <laughs> or just make him run out the back door. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll yeah. be hiding don't until he. Suspicious. I'll be hiding until he gets the yeah. he gets kicked out. That's fine. <laughs> Do you think? You both say that you work at the club, though. No, I say I work at a random like bar. Okay. Do you yeah. think that? I say that I work at the club. Do you think there's any suspicion that? Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably, but he's care. never pride. Yeah. He's never. Yeah. He just asks if, nice, if I'm don't happy. Don't ask. Don't tell and, situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yeah, listen. No, I'm happy. But he lives nearby, and you said that you work at a bar, but you didn't tell him what bar you work at. They don't. My parents honestly don't give a fuck. <laughs> as, oh, long okay. as, as long as I'm not asking them for money, they're like, just oh, live you're your right. life. <laughs> we'll, we'll call you when we're ready for you to come over. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's hilarious. Huh. Yeah, they just don't care. <laughs> I mean, they do, but they don't. Um, no. So how long have you been dancing again? I think it's been a little over a year and a half. Yeah, like So like two years, two years in July? Yeah, the summer should be two years. Um, so you're still... Would that be considered a baby stripper or a toddler stripper? I feel like a toddler at this point. I think yeah, a toddler. toddler. The first time I heard baby stripper, and I will say this over and over again, is that it weirds me out. Just, me too. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But, um, but after you're a year and a half in, do you have any advice that you would give to a, a newcomer? Have you, like, what have you learned in like, the last year and a half? that? Or put another way, what would you have done different? Oh, like oh that. man, oh, lots shit. of things. <laughs> no, no, not for you. Not you. I'm talking about myself. Um, I, I probably. I don't know, because I just. 
like I just spew off who I am. I have no like containment of it at all. So I'm just like a really nice bubbly person. But I would say like to keep my head down a little bit more and like not try to make. I wasn't trying to make friends with everybody, but it, I was just trying to be nice. And it's like I, high school. It's like it's high school clicks. It's hard, and I'm like I just I don't really give a fuck if we're friends, but I just want to be nice like to each other like. So I think the biggest thing would be like kind of keeping my head down and watching people and like re- like kind of noticing like how they are as people I suppose before getting like I don't know like definitely just being weary of like maybe not giving so much of the benefit of the doubt up front <laughs> yeah or or just like not going in it thinking like oh you know like I'm sure it'll be fine you know because you don't know what kind of girls you're like really talking to or like some of them really do not like nude dancers some of them don't care some of them you know so it just depends. At the end of the day, like, I mean, we're all putting on a show there. Mm-hmm. And so for the customers and, you know, sucking up to, you know, management, whatever. I mean, it happens with everybody. Everybody's playing nice. But it has to happen in the dressing room. It has to happen that you fake it until you make it, whether it's – and you think those people are your friends. But, you know, everybody – we're all there to make money, mm-hmm. so it can get ugly. I love your guys' little clique, the three of you, the, the smoking crew. That's <laughs> we're just chill with everybody. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the hippy dippies that yeah, go on, they like smoke a joint, and like yeah. we get a, um, every time you guys walk in, I'm like, okay, Cheech. Like, and I, but I think it's so sweet you and just so let good it go, that man. you found you found like that group because there's so there's the mean girls and there's like the cliques in there that like aren't as like wholesome and loving as that and it's good that you guys found that so there are some we're all part of a bigger clique than that too Mm -hmm. there's some dancers that are very cutthroat of like you know i'm not here to make friends and you know i think it's good to have a support group once in a while though but no i think so too those girls make friends with other girls that aren't talking friends right right (laughs) and then they talk shit about each other yeah no but they're they're all not there to make friends but they're friends how about yourself? What would you do differently? Oh, gosh. Where do I start? <laughs> um, well, like you said, Lena, I mean, to be honest, I'd probably keep some more things to myself. This might be embarrassing, but I'm a very gullible person. I have been my whole life. And, I'm sure, and I've, I've definitely grown up a lot more in this club being less gullible and, or whatever you want to call it. But, and so, yeah, that's kind of bit me in the ass quite a few You're times. Kind-hearted. I'm kind-hearted. I trust everyone until they give me a reason not to. And I'm very open with people, and that can really bite you in the ass there. And it has. (laughs) Um, It definitely has. So I'd say over the last year now, I would say I'm kind of figuring out who I trust more. I mean, you know, and who I like to spend my time with and who I trust secrets with, you know. I think people shock you every day, too. Oh, yeah, of course. The last few months, I've been making more, I guess, acquaintances than I ever have before. And I don't know if that's just because I've been there for a little bit longer and people are just, you know, warming up. It takes a while for people to warm up to anyone in there. How, how would you, I don't remember if you said if you had a job before this, but how would you con- compare the working environment compared to, like, say, where you worked before? Well, that's really hard for me because I, I went from, like, giving people orders to, like, being the bitch I would say I like, didn't know anything. So I went from knowing every, like oh, you, my field being to knowing top. like absolutely nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that was hard for me because I'm like, oh, I just want to like get it down and nail it. And um, so I, I worked really hard to like get my pull tricks. I wanted to be able to keep up. I'm really competitive. 
like that. And I just want to like, I don't want to be the store thick. Like they're like, she's new, obviously. Like I didn't want to, like, I didn't want people to know. And I think um, that kind of like came from the health field to here is like, I want to perfect my skill. And I'm very much like that in any career I kind of throw myself into. And I think talking to people has been easier because of my previous job. Um, and like gaining trust is easier almost because I'm very like light with like talking to people. I'm not like so heavy on the, let's do dances right now. And I kind of like work around it and it seems to like calm people down. So I have like that calming like energy in the club, which is kind of nice sometimes because I get a lot of compliments on that. Yeah, they're like, oh, thank you for just, like, you know, giving me a little break. Like, let's go do dances now. Like, after they get, like, a little breather. And I'm like, I don't know. But I also get a lot of guys that open up and cry to me. So there's that, too. Ooh, and we should get into Oh, my God. Like, yes. <laughs> it's like I'm that person. People just, like, be their true selves around. And sometimes it does or not work Or two people in, <laughs> in the same room. Oh, yeah, they really opened up. But so, so we did talk about... So we're, we're flowing with this. Um, <laughs> they really so we did talk about it on the podcast, yeah, but I didn't do it, do I wasn't it justice. Here. Yeah. yeah, you were supposed to be, but you did the stripper thing. And bam, <laughs> uh, she was the one that was there with the two, the bachelor party. Oh, and nobody oh. helped me. <laughs> nobody helped me. They just laughed at me. <laughs> Why didn't you give them a recap? <laughs> a brief summary of what you went through and how how it all happened okay i walked up to this table it's a bachelor party a big ass bachelor party and i'm like okay cool i'm just gonna you know go see what happens and i started talking to the bachelor and and i asked him if he'd be interested in altar lounge and he was like yeah i would let me talk to my best friend and him and his best friend come up to me and they're like well we wanted to go the both of us I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be double the price. And they're, and they're pretty much like, we don't care. We will pay whatever. I'm like, okay, let's let's go back there. We got our drinks organized. And they're sitting extremely close to each other. I just noticed this, and I'm like, that's a little weird. You know, like, they're very close. I was just going to ask, like, at what point in time did it start seeing like... Oh, it's, it's a good, like, maybe, like, five minutes in. They started talking about how they call each other to like masturbate without their like their wives knowing or like their women and like they do this like once or twice a week and I'm like okay this is an interesting conversation yeah are they uh-huh. telling you this yeah telling- they're okay. just opening up to me like literally just spilling beans and are they <laughs> drunk yes okay I was oh. gonna say <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like uh-huh okay and uh, and then they start going into like how they've been like sexually active with each other for years now and like essentially like they're in love with each other. And I'm like, do your women know? No, they do not know. They're extremely homophobic. We keep this to ourselves. And we just take every chance we get to be alone. And this is our chance to get away from our friends to be back here with you. And I'm like, all right, let's see how this is gonna go. And I started dancing, because I'm like thinking, you know, like they brought me back here to see me, obviously. I started dancing, and I'm, like, looking back as I'm, like, shaking my ass, and I'm, like, all right, they're literally looking each other in the eyes and groping each other right now. I could be, like, a fucking fly on the wall, to be honest with you. Like, they don't give a fuck I'm there. I was there, and I watched the surveillance, and uh, Patterson actually was giving... He's the one that was on the podcast with us or before talking about this, and he... Yeah. He's like, yeah, it was whatever, but we're... They had no interest in you at all. No, they just pretty much used the room. They just wanted to be in a room. Yeah, they just wanted to use the room to touch each other and get each other turned on. And um, and I'm just, like, talking to them, like, while they're, like, 
groping each other, just waiting, like, you know, like, security's gonna come in any minute. They're gonna come yell at these guys for touching each other's dicks. Like, no dick touching allowed, okay? That's a rule, I thought. Nope, nobody came in, and, like, the hour passed, and I'm like, no, nobody, nobody, no, nope. And I was just waiting, you know, just like, okay, they're definitely, they're definitely stroking each other's dicks right now. It's like, somebody has to be coming in, and I'm just trying to talk to them and act normal while I'm like waiting like I know they're gonna get in trouble right now but were you okay with it I like, mean like I they weren't doing anything to you no I, I honestly was fine it was just a very awkward situation you of just like, didn't want to get in trouble I mean like I didn't I don't think I even cared about that it was oh, more really? or less of like I was just like how do I entertain them while they touch each other's dicks right, right. well they were entertaining each other like, yeah like yeah. do I yeah. just sit here like I didn't know what to do I was like a yeah. really pretty fucking new I was like mm-hmm. only there like a like a half a year at that point, maybe like a little over a year. This is like the second or third time I've heard the story, and I have so many questions that nobody could answer. You know, like what is their what is their backstory? Like, oh God! Like I don't do they know. do they even are their wives just beards or are they bi and no, they're completely straight women that have like no no I mean the men themselves. Oh, are the men's bi or are they like gay? I honestly they... had a feeling that they were they're gay and they they're ashamed of their sexuality, which is a shame. That were, is they, rough. were they from Oregon or were they out of state? I honestly think they were out of state. If I don't remember, so I could be wrong. Yeah, I think they were out of state. I don't remember. I know I was there yeah, that night. Right. I remember you coming out on the back patio and we were smoking weed party. and you were telling me about what happened. Yeah, I'm and like, then I walked oh, out and then yeah, I walked out finally when it was over and I'm like, thank God I can like get out of here. <laughs> and I I like meet I met with like Patterson, like and two of the security guards laughing at me. They're like, ha. Ah! that happened that is so funny and I'm like why didn't you come check on me like I mean they kind of just like at least like eased it up so I wouldn't be like as uncomfortable because like two guys going at each other I don't don't know I like I just it's not what I think it would be because I'm like a new dancer I'm like okay like you want to be here to see titties right like you're here to see naked women no no that was no no. you were at the book because I I watched part of it because I was in the office and then um, I came back to the bar and it was after oh after it happened and you were just standing at the bar like nothing happened I was like hey like I saw about that you're like oh yeah that was weird and you were just like so okay with it and like so I'm like I want to know everything thank God you're on the podcast right now it's right I just have to I had to like disassociate and be like you know what? I made my money. It's fine. <laughs> I feel like they're lucky that they got you as a dancer because I think there's some dancers that would just be like, knock the fuck off, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe if I was in the game, the game been... a little longer, but I was like a terror. I was brand you new, like, know. I mean, yeah, what the fuck would... is this? <laughs> like, uh, you're not hurting one. And you're yeah. Not, yeah. I just, you know, got paid really good money to watch some yeah. two guys play with each other. Play with I mean, who gets to see that? I feel, I should feel so lucky. <laughs> I really should. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. I watched it. I didn't get paid. And <laughs> you got paid for it, girl. So that works out. I mean, that was pretty nice. Uh-huh. That story has to not end well, right? Like all the parts we don't know. They can't maintain I, mean, I don't, yeah. That's, not in a healthy way. Their, their friends were just sitting at like, the tables and I was almost expecting the rest of the girls to swoop up the, those friends while I had the two in back. Mm-hmm. And they didn't move. They didn't do anything. They just waited for them. And the funny thing is when they were done, they just left. They all just left. Oh, interesting. That like, was on purpose. Like they didn't even stick around. 
Yeah, that was probably a whole. That There's was a whole thing. thing. The whole thing. They planned they that, plan out. that out. There's yeah. somebody in that friend group that knows. There has to be. There fucking has to be. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, or like knows. They're, they're talking to each other where they're like, it's so weird that they blah 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 all the time. Yeah, you know? they disappear randomly. Yeah. They had no problem paying that much, like paying like that much money just to have a room. Yeah, roughly how old were they? They were like 20, 30, they were like in 30? Their 40s. 40s? Like 30, like 30, 30 40s. 40s, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. looked like Late 30s. mob office, mob bosses. Like Slash golfers. Oh, I guess I just saw from the video from like the security video, and they had like white button-up shirts on. Yeah, they looked then, like but they were like hairy, and they were like unbuttoning each other's shirts and like rubbing. Each oh yeah, other. they're they're really into it. I'm like rubbing myself. Oh, right you didn't now. get to see the video, huh? I did not see I the video. I think I have a hard time with other people's intimacy I heard about as well. It. Anyway, so I was just like really just like uncomfortable. Was that <laughs> was that year? I've seen it all moment. So far, so far that was a shocker. Yeah, I, oh, wait, no, there actually, I have, a, I'll see another moment, but I've seen it in, like, healthcare a bunch, so it was nothing to me, but the fact that it touched me was everything. I hated it. This old man is wearing basketball shorts, oh, and his dick slipped know. out and touched oh, me in the back of the leg God. during a dance. Just like, the back of the leg? Yep. I didn't know it was there, and it just it touched me. Ew. Oh, a hairy dick. Just a dick. Oh, a it, dick. I don't know if it was oh, hairy, oh, but it was long inside. But it, it was, was something sad touching dick. the back of your leg. It's a very sad dick. Yeah. Yeah, that was gross. Ugh. Other than that, like, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Well, I don't know. The story just came to my mind. It, it was the first dance I've ever given in my entire life. It was... Oh, you God, know, that was a traumatic one. Mm, well, uh, it wasn't traumatic. No, I'll, I'll take that back. It's not traumatic. That's the end of part one. Our theme music is by Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside Kegs. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime. You might see us recording. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you find your podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a positive rating. We are a new podcast and would really appreciate the support. And you can find us at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com.